1: I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we.
0: And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers! Okay, what are we drinking today? So today we're on a journey. We have discovered our favorite martini, dry martini. Yeah, we've made thousands, of, thousands of them. Thousands of them, and we've got the recipe down. Now we're getting into the minutiae of perfection. So right now, we use eight parts... Tangeray to one part Dolan, and then we use Brother's Orange Bitters and shake it six times. Now, shakes, depending on if the bottle's full or empty, Change, vary, yeah. right? It yeah. varies. Obviously, I like shaking the bottle when it's halfway or lower, because I feel like I'm getting real shakes out of it. But we're mid-bottle right now. It's a perfect time. So I did six shakes, measured it. Wow. Six shakes for two doubles is about 13 or 14 mils. Wow. So we aren't 100% sure if that's perfect. Right. We always think it's perfect. So this time you got me these lovely little dropper bottles for my mixology. So I put the bitters in the dropper bottle and this time I only added six dropper bottle drops.
1: So that's quite a bit less.
0: Quite a bit less. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. So what we'll, we're going to do is we're going to taste it. We're going to note what's happening. Yes. And then we're going to get to the amount of drops it is. And we'll be able to say without question that it's 10 drops or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: You know, I'm sort of fascinated by this because I don't really know what orange bitters taste like on their own. We should do that. Oh, well, we should. bitter
0: tasting is, is I'm is, sure is the it's bitter, thing.
1: right? But it's got like an orange essence, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But... There's orange peel essence, and then there's orange bitters essence, and then those things play well with the juniper, Yeah, you know. But I don't know how much the bitters actually contribute to the martinis. Well, and that's that's
0: what I want to know if it adds a balance to it, and that's what we're looking for. Plus, with these bitter balls you got me... I'm excited to create new bitters, new things. Well, that's a whole different To try, different which animal. will be so much fun. Yeah. All right. Let's see how this okay. goes. Smell? It smells delicious. It's way more gin forward.
1: It really is.
0: But it's not bad. I, it, I taste the juniper, the freshness of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was surprisingly more juniper forward.
0: Yeah. And I used the one part with the smidge over the line, barely, of Dolan. Of Dolan, yeah. You know.
1: So that's interesting because it's not balanced on its own. Mm-mm. Not with that first sip. Let's try
0: another one. I mean, it's a good martini. It's not bad. But it's, there's missing something. Well, the question, is,
1: <laughs> the question is, how many more would you want to put in? So you put in six drops. So Do you want
0: me to get the bitters?
1: No, no, you can't add it to this.
0: <laughs> good, but no, it no, wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be, no. I think the next time, because I only added six drops. Yeah. I think we add 12. Okay. And
1: of those six drops, how many milliliters of those six drops represent?
0: I don't know how many milliliters a drop is. I don't have something small enough okay. to measure that. That was saying when you looked at the bottle. Oh, it, when I further? when I put the six shakes in the bottle, yeah. it was three quarters up.
1: Okay. And when you took the six drops out, uh, probably not a big difference.
0: I didn't look. Yes. Yeah, so I'd I, have to pull the dropper out too because... The dropper wasn't in there when I filled well,
1: it. Well, you know what would be interesting would be for you to take that three quarters full bottle and count how many drops that is. Yeah, I
0: guess so, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because that'll tell you what six represents against what we're used to. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we're used to six shakes.
0: Well, I do six shakes.
1: I know, but I don't know like is your shake just as hard as my shake and Oh well
0: that, I don't know. You know. there's like a lot of right. variables
1: right, right, variables right. in shakes. Right. Yeah, so,
0: And I, you're right, based on whether the bottle's full or not.
1: Exactly. So it occurs to me that you should measure about how many drops you think six shakes is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you can start fiddling with it against that. Because it occurs to me that it's probably not six drops, but it's probably not 27 drops either.
0: I don't know. You know That's I mean? a lot of drops in there when I, I looked at it.
1: It's three quarters of a bottle. Fascinating.
0: Yeah.
1: Time for a new book.
0: A new book.
1: So, we just finished reading Concerning Littleton mm-hmm. and we had a conversation with the maker, which you might have heard last week. So, now we're moving on to Anne Rice and her trilogy of Sleeping Beauty. So, there's the claiming of Sleeping Beauty, Beauty's Punishment, Beauty's Release, and Beauty's Kingdom, and they make up the trilogy. Yep. So, she wrote this book with the pen name. N roque so R-O-Q-U-L, like L-A-U-R-I-E. And that's only interesting because she speaks about why she chose a pen name in the preface. So we, today we're talking about the preface. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting, you know, she makes the point, point. this book came out in like 83. The very first time, yeah. Yeah, and it's been published again and again. And she made the point... That at the time, writing that level of erotica, mm-hmm. which was very graphic, mm-hmm. was probably not easy for her family to cope with, so she wrote it under a pen name. Mm-hmm. She didn't really want to be outed by the community, because she has other things that she's done. Yeah, as interview Rice. with
0: a vampire and things for like example, that.
1: For example, so she's a famous author, and this interview with vampire has been made into a movie. So. Yeah you know, she's gotten around. But I think the point about the preface that I thought was really interesting was she really speaks about the empowerment of women as sexual creatures. Mm-hmm. She's writing the erotica she wants to read. Yeah, She's writing about the fantasy in a kink context that people have. And she points at Fifty Shades of Grey. She took points at the story of Oh.
0: Well, and she points out that, you know, although people that read her other books may not have read the story, though she did. And she had a lot of similarities of desires and wanted to write something that spoke to her. Yeah. And it was really up in the area of power.
1: Yes. And. She also made the point that up until that time anyway, men had always had access to erotica and pornography and so forth that they desired.
0: In a fantasy way too, Yeah, where they the, could be any kind of way the man desires and that women had only one choice at the time.
1: Yeah. And she said, well, I really want to explore erotica from my perspective as a woman that why can't women have the pornography and erotica that they want? So she said, "I'm just going to write it," mm-hmm. and that was really the mm-hmm. framing of it. And then she made the, also the point that the story of Sleeping Beauty lends itself to an avenue into the fantasy because why wouldn't a woman want to make her Prince Charming charming or handsome or as or tall, tall as she wants yeah.
0: or as heavy as she wants or the colored eyes and that kind of thing? Yes. Yeah.
1: So she used that as a vehicle and it's not really designed to be like a how-to manual. No. And it's not really instructional. No. It's I like the way fantasy. Mako put it before where he said, when I wrote that book, it was like an instruction manual for my penis. This is kind of the same thing for her vagina because mm-hmm. she's writing what appeals to her in sexuality mm-hmm. as an adult woman.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to read it. And definitely when I read the preface on this, because I read this when I was just starting to explore my interest in the kink world, uh-huh. it was actually assigned to me at the time. And I read the preface because I do complete work. And I always read all of it. Yeah. Right. And I was moved just by what she said, the empowerment of women, because that's the place I was in my life about retaking back my own sexual Yeah. Experience. She refers to
1: herself as a feminist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you're a feminist. Yeah.
1: But you're also a sexual creature. Yeah. And so that appeals to you. And, you know, you had selected this book for us to read. Mm -hmm. And part of your selection of it was that you read it when you were just starting to explore kink. And it was really interesting to you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I look forward to jumping right in. Yeah. So the Sleeping Beauty trilogy is our next foray. And we begin with the claiming of Sleeping Beauty as the first of three books. The second book being beauty's punishment and the last book being beauty's release i look forward to the whole trilogy
0: it's exciting yeah that's it for today if you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going please visit our patreon website at lady petra playground you can reach me via email at LadyPetraPlayground at gmail.com our music is composed and performed by roger ferguson who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com Till next time, cheers!